take a look and make you a cash offer with minimal bank involvement. YORenovation.com Bringing the properties back to life. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back. And there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that is time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Dr. Colin Hardy and his team at Atlas Chiropractic are here to help. When your spine is out of alignment or subluxated, the nervous system can't function properly. Spinal misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. The rodeo is a part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo anymore. The YO is bigger, better, and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for a week of bright lights, high stakes, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. You gotta be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com. The office supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 30. Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whiting. Something like, did you like the new Dune? Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson and Trevor Jackson. We're your open line, guys. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Now, we're going to go straight to the poll question. Steve, what do we got? question was, will you be traveling out of state this year for a vacation? And the no's outweigh the yeses by a bit, not a whole lot. Uh, 49% saying no, 43% saying yes, and uh, 8% have not decided whether they're going to go out of state or not. Well, roundabouts, 
right? Pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Pretty close. Yep. Uh, which I think is actually kind of an average. I think a lot of people end up staying home. Well, what was it last year? Because I asked the same question. I don't know. I was, trying, I was trying to think about that. Yeah. I was trying to remember what our numbers were last year. Because I think a lot of people were eager to get out. I think. COVID. I don't remember for sure, but I want to say that we had more yeses than noes yeah. a year ago. So if that's the case, I mean, you're talking about like. You know, the, the, the freedom kind of emerging from the pandemic being a factor, but also fuel prices are almost uh, certainly a factor in the no's being higher than the S's. Oh, right absolutely, absolutely. Um, this year, my wife and I will once again be staying in a, a state vacation. Uh, I just enjoy Wyoming. I'm heading back, <laughs> heading back to the mountains that I know this year. Yeah. But uh, first, I got to stop at Thermopolis. <laughs> Lay in one of those hot pools for about a day, day and a half, yeah, and uh, and uh, get my back straight. So, but uh, what about you? You uh, no, no real big plans. We took a, a larger trip back in March out of state. So, I mean, we spent a week in Florida. So, yeah, I mean that counts. It totally counts. Yeah, uh, you've traveled out of state for the year. I know. I know we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, her family's back in uh, Minnesota. And she likes to go back there as often as we can. So more than likely, we will end up in Minnesota at least at some point during the year. So yeah. And you know, I think when I sit and I plan and I think, you know, well, what about the gas price? Mm-hmm. I just, I just kind of shrug. Well, I'm just gonna I, eat it, right? I, you just gotta yeah. eat it. Yeah. You just gotta take it and go. I wasn't here last week. What were the results on the uh, the gas prices and driving habits? Do you remember the uh, uh, the majority of people had actually already changed their had already their changed? driving habits? Yeah. Uh, I wish I had, but uh, the you know I drive to work every morning. <laughs> I and and another thing that I want to say, I don't do a whole lot outside of that. I mean I go to work and right. I go home. I'm kind of a hermit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't So there's not much you can change really. No, I mean you yeah. don't have a whole lot of driving habits you can afford to change. Right. You got to get to work somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know it, uh, Bob gave me the Sheridan media car to use and and that's so generous and great. But I just always end up feeling so guilty using that. <laughs> now, now I know everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, shut up! That's what it's for." Shut up, Floyd. That's <laughs> what it's for. What, it's just the way it is, you know. I'm like, well, I can't do it all the time, and and you know, we like to bring the dogs to work, so you know, I don't want to right, yeah. put them in the shared media car, and yeah. But uh, yeah, so. Well, my thought is that uh, there's got to be a point where people are going to start cutting back on the amount of gas they're using just because they cannot continue to to buy what they're buying. And at that point, the demand will start to decrease, which should hopefully start bringing prices back a bit. Exactly. Uh, a market will adjust for its consumers, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Um, it, it's still a supply and demand market despite all the other factors at play. Well, and that's the thing. It's, uh, a lot of people are like, wow, that you know, buying this is expensive. So mm-hmm. honestly, guys, don't buy this. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. an extended period of time, and, it, you know, if you can live without it for a while, as long as we all do it together, we're the ones who adjust that market. The it's hard thing about gas that. is it is kind of a necessity, and it's... It, you, it's when it comes to fuel, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really difficult to make significant changes in that, because unless you're just a person that just drives around for the fun of it, yeah, um, there's not much you can alter that isn't somehow necessary for your, you know, daily, daily life, so... I think about, like, because... Uh, you know, a lot of people out there have young kids. I think about when, when Katie was younger, had to get her to dance, had to get her to volleyball, had mm-hmm. to get her to cheerleading, had to get her to here. You know, <laughs> after, after work's not really after work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's when the parent runaround starts. And, and she has since graduated and moved on to college, so I don't have to do that anymore. 
when I was working at the newspaper, I drove around town all the time. Uh, you know, and they had a, a newspaper car that you took to do that. But uh, yeah, man, I was always driving when mm-hmm. I was with the newspaper. Sometimes I would even just drive around and look at town. Like, <laughs> right. You know, what interesting is going yeah. on? I mean, the, the whole, uh, you just take out a little cruise around and like yeah. a, on a Sunday afternoon and just uh, explore areas you haven't explored before. Stuff like that is probably going to be, uh, you know, you're going to sit there and think, well, do I really want to spend four bucks a gallon to do that? To do that, yeah, <laughs> so, to make that yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. And, and I could totally see why a lot of people are wanting to. It's a sticker shock. Mm-hmm. I mean, yesterday, yeah. last evening, had to get a little gas. So if you let it run empty. Oh, you're in trouble, buddy. You know, you can't breathe. Yeah. When it starts so, getting in the, so towards you, the triple digits. Yes. <laughs> so so yeah. you need to, so you need to, I guess, in my mind, then you don't feel as bad. But it was four fifty five. Yeah. And a week ago I think I done I left a week ago. Wasn't yeah. even close to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I had uh, the averages on my paperwork a week ago, but uh I don't know. And I know a year ago now, it was but... just right around three dollars. Yeah, right mm-hmm. around uh three bucks. It was, it was like three oh four. Yeah. So I mean That's a hell of a jump. Yeah. Major increase. Wow. Uh I think one of the the biggest problems, um, and you know, and this is just what I've learned by paying attention to the news and talking to certain individuals, um, who I'm lucky enough in this position, I can talk to an expert. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, you have immediate access to them. <laughs> yeah, and so, and so it's great to know that. <clears throat> excuse me. That uh, look, we we all wanted Biden to shut off Russian oil. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're not going to fund your little. Military operation, a special military We're operation. We're not going to yeah. do yeah. that, correct? Right, right. So we shut it off, but it and he said he was going to turn everything else back on. He released, I can't remember how many millions of barrels from the reserves. From yeah. the reserves, but that's a drop. A drop, a in, drop a in a gigantic in, in the reservoir. Tub. That's a yeah. drop in the reservoir. It's nothing, yeah. basically. The United States conserves, you know, consumes fuel. Mm-hmm. On on a level that is just absolutely staggering. If you really look at the numbers, guys, and look them up. It it blows your mind how fast we go through yeah. gas. Don't we live in an independent country? The the issue that has great infrastructure compared to other yes. countries. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and you know, believe and, it or and not. we're a mobile society and when you live in rural America as we do, you tend to move around a lot more. We're not and, one of those uh, we talked about that last week. Like urban people people, people in an urban environment yeah. have public lots of public transportation. Jump on the so, subway. Su- subways, buses, whatever. Yep. Or your bike. You can no, bike. We do have, we do have the bus service here, but I don't think most people tend to think that that would be something that they would use every day, like to go to work and things like that. No, we do have a lot of independence and our own vehicles. Yes. A lot yeah. more than a lot of other countries do. Absolutely. Yep. And one thing that I actually learned, uh, it, it kind of blew my mind. We talked about it last week. Uh, the tax rate on fuel is super low in the United States. And I know we always tend to hear the opposite, but it is politically <laughs> unwise to tax fuel oh, in yeah. the United States. Like, that is the reason why the expert gave. He's like, you don't do this because you're asking for political suicide to <laughs> yeah. start doing that. Yeah. You go to places like Hong Kong and uh, uh, the U.K., I think the U.K., because of not just because of their tax rate, but in gallons— U.S. dollars, it's like eight forty-eight. Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting close to nine dollars a gallon in some places of Europe yeah. right now. Yeah, and and in Hong Kong, it was like ten something. I mean, for a gallon of gas, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! All right, we've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. 
Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, a lot of this inflation uh, comes directly from government spending and seeing that money is just being thrown Ukraine's way uh, is a telltale sign that, yeah, this this is uh, looking like it's going to be pushing a proxy war for a long time. And the people of Ukraine, which a lot of the divisions are now quitting the, the military, uh, are showing that we're going to just keep throwing money there while we feel the sting over here. Uh, we are thankful that those uh, neo-Nazis that were being held up in that steel plant, they uh, they surrendered. So they're out of the way for a while. Wow. Um, you should apply for a job to be Putin's propagandist. Uh, well, that's a sad way to think that you're bringing some information to dispute I'm it. I'm saying you're, you're, uh, every, Brazil every and call. India support, Brazil and India support Putin. There are several countries that support Putin. We're getting our oil from terrorist nations now. And you're getting your news from RT. Nations, yeah. And you're saying what? Yeah. You're getting your news from RT. In Floyd. Russian television. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no, no doubt that. Floyd. Uh, there's no doubt that's, that. That's uh, not an argument, Floyd. Okay. There's, there's no doubt that um, government spending plays a role in inflation. No, uh, yeah, that's a that's a gimme. Yeah, yeah. So a- anything like that is going to be a factor. So yeah, it's true. Um, the stimulus checks we're going to pay for that down the road. Oh, um, for the rest of our lives, for the rest of our grandchild. It's a huge life. recession coming because they dumped a lot of money into the economy. Mm-hmm. And the fact I of the matter is, this is nothing new. It's going to be useless. How long has this debt been ticking up and ticking up? And how long have economists and professionals and financial advisors stepped forward and said, you guys need to start keeping an eye on this. You guys need to start doing something about this. And yet, the people who we've decided to put into office ignore it, use it, spend more over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Because they run on certain promises. And, And a lot of these promises, in my opinion, have nothing to do with running the government. Yeah. Nothing to do. A moral decision is mine to make, not the government's. And a lot of the things that they want to get up there and complain and and use as a a platform to run from have nothing to do with running government. Right. Yeah. I want someone who's going to run government. I don't want someone who's going to step forward and give me their their moral opinion. (laughs) Okay, go, go crunch numbers. Yeah, and we have not had a fiscally responsible uh, Congress or administration for a very long time. A very long time. And uh, that's just compounding the issues. You bring up the debt, you bring up deficits, and eventually someone's paying for that. Yeah. And that someone's going to be us. And kicking the can down the street, mm-hmm. okay, it doesn't help. And, and the thing of it is, is eventually, eventually this will all collapse. Yeah, you cannot continue to sustain the current... No. The the status quo cannot be maintained indefinitely. Eventually, something will happen. Okay. Now, now look at like what happened with COVID. How fast everything in our economy, everything changed. Mm -hmm. How quick that just turned around on you. Yep. Yep. Supply lines went down. 
I mean, good. We got a yeah. shortage of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, and we're still seeing seeing ripple effects from that. The, the mad uh, panics on stores. Yeah, it's empty shelves. Mm-hmm. It happens overnight. And we saw those when it wasn't even like really a crisis situation. I mean, this was just like a little ripple in the supply chain, basically. Right. And you know, pandemics had some people you know uh, concerned about things, but it was not like total crisis mode. This was just. A lot of people said, I think I'm going to buy an extra roll or two of toilet paper, and they all decided that at the same time, and all of a sudden, it's empty. no one could get any. And it's, it's not I, like I worry about a... grocery stores. I worry about food supplies. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I and mean, that's it, what I'm talking that's about. That's a real thing that I never thought in my lifetime I would ever see, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, now that's a real possibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I feel for those who are trying to earn a living off of the construction industry, right? That has got to suck right now mm-hmm. because you can't get the supplies that you need. And it's it's basic stuff. Yeah. And so you got to keep pushing your projects off and keeping your guys at home sitting on their butts instead of out there pounding nails. And when you can build, the stuff is so much more expensive. Oh, yeah. So now you're eating more of that cost. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. And, and, and it's that's that's part of it. But... What I'm concerned about is exactly what Trevor just talked about. When am I going to go to the store and all of a sudden oranges are five bucks an orange <laughs> or five bucks for four or, or whatever? What, those don't grow around here. Yeah. They got to get shipped here. And that's how it's going to start. The things that we have to import are going to start first. And then the things that we have to import from other states, they're going to be next. And then we're all going to be looking at each other going, man, I can't get blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And, and it, it, but we can get some damn fine steaks. Exactly. Because <laughs> we got the cows. You. Look, buddy. Yeah, yeah, we'll have those. We'll <laughs> have those. If that's what i got to live off of for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm go- hey, I'm good with there that. There are worse situations to be in. Yeah. <laughs> there are worse situations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could be stuck in some place like one of those flatland states. I feel sorry for them. It's all corn over there. <laughs> you got, you got to wonder, though, what is the solution to that situation? We've, we've seen this uh, just-in-time delivery of supply chain methods for some time now. You can't just change that overnight. So And and it's it's a good point and it's a good argument. And everyone's gonna have a different way of trying to get things fixed. Everyone wants their party to be the one to do it, right? And, oh, the Republicans will get this fixed. Oh no, the Democrats are getting it fixed. So the fact of the matter is for how long have neither one of them done enough? Yeah. Okay, when the Democrats held everything, they didn't do enough. When the Republicans held everything, they didn't do enough. They're well, not doing enough. There's no accountability. That's what the problem is. And it frustrates the heck out of me, mm-hmm. buddy. There's no accountability. You know, you've got senators and representatives who have been in their office for decades, and their states are ranking 49th, <laughs> 47th. Like, you're not doing your job. You're spending more time in front of a camera talking about, oh, well, we're going to go against these guys, and we're going to make sure that we don't like these guys, because I don't want you to like these guys. Go to work. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Go to work. I don't care if I see you on Fox News. I really don't. I, where I want to see you is on the Senate floor. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to see you. I want to see you in a committee. I want to see you writing and passing bills. That's where I want to see you. If you want to get uh, good PR as a representative or a senator, senator, in my opinion, you come home. Come home, walk around town, check on us, mm-hmm. see what's going on, ask us our opinion. That's a good representative. Not somebody who's like, well, I'm for him. 
he's endorsing me. Well, she's endorsing me. Mm-hmm. That's foolish. Yeah. It is a stupid popularity game, and it is costing the American people their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. Well, it's up to us to fix it because they're not going to take care of that issue themselves. No, they're yeah. going to do every single thing that they can to remain in office. Yeah. And so what they do is exactly what you and I started this conversation on. I wait for a hot-button issue. I wait for something that I see on social media. I wait for something that divides this country, and I pick a side. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. All right, we got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Yes, good morning. Can you hear me? We sure can. Okay. Um, Ron Richter had on the morning news report yesterday morning, I know, the fact that the county commissioners will be holding a public hearing on the 21st of June about the vacation of the Carbon Hill Road. And I think a lot of people probably have no concept of where the road is or how old it is, but it was established, I think, in 1898, and it's eight and a half miles long. And the thing is, you can go into the county commissioner's office and look at the road viewer's report. Uh, It's available in there. But what people need to understand about the, well, I think anyway, it's a historic overlook. But I called the county the engineer and I said, you know, Carbon Hill Road isn't on the county road map, which was published in 2014. He told me that was an error, an error made by when the map was compiled, it didn't get on the county road map. It is in a county road. So this got me to reflect that about 20 some years ago, there was quite a little Donnybrook in Sheridan County when a gentleman who then became a county commissioner, um, uh, Mr. Larry Durante and a couple of other men were hunting on Walker Prairie. And local people may remember that the Forbes family kicked up some dust on that because the Walker Prairie was accessible from the end of the PK Lane, which is a county road, about three and a half miles long. Anyway, the gentlemen had gone up there and were hunting, and the Forbeses took some exception to their being there. And so this led me some 20 years ago, to start looking into our road records, and this is what I want to share. In 1928, okay, Thomas Brundage, same guy the road's named after, Mr. Brundage was a county commissioner in his last term, his last year in office was 1928. Well, when that happened, prior to his leaving, Oliver Wallop and Bradford Britton had come to the county and they wanted to vacate part of County Road 71, about three and a half miles. It's the road up after you cross Little Goose and you head up towards Little Goose Canyon. And they wanted it vacated and they petitioned to have it done. And at that time, Mr. Brundage said, and this is just history, he said, I came to Sheridan County when I was nine years old. And he said, I have seen our roads up the escarpments and into the mountains be closed through vacation or neglect um, since my terms in office here. And so I reflected this morning that we're, we have a little problem on the red grade right now. I think there's slumpage, maybe the burn area. I'm not sure. But you think about it. You want to get across those mountains, and this is real time the way it is now. You've got the red grade, you've got the Dayton Cane. You can't go up freeze out anymore. That one was closed down not too long ago. So you've got two roads across the mountain. And the thing I'm really interested in, 
and asked the county this morning, I said, that road, the Carbon Hill Road, is eight and a half miles long and 60, the road is 60 feet wide. It's a county road. That's a lot of property. I said, is there money exchanged? Does the county get compensation? It hasn't, I doubt that it's maintained it all these years, but it is the taxpayer's dirt. Do we get compensated if it is vacated? And the answer to that is simply no. It will fall into the ownership of the Becton Stock Farm. Cam Forbes was the one who petitioned for this eight and a half miles of road. And so if people are interested, and, and hard to say how many are, but this has been a long, long process that's gone on now, well, for almost 100 years of initially roads were opened and then they gradually closed down and in many cases just became horse trails. So anyway, go up to the county, look at the file if you're interested. Um, and the hearing on taking public comments, will it mean anything to keep the road open? I don't know, but there's a real push from the landowner, the Becton Stock Farm, to get the road. And the hearing is the 21st of June. So thank you for letting me make comment. Appreciate it. All right, we got uh, one more caller, and then I'm going to take a quick commercial break. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Hi. I'm calling about um, just some of the comments, you know, made about Congress, which, you know, it's funny that Congress in general has like a 7% approval rating, but everybody loves their Congress people in general. They have like a 90%, uh, you know, for the individual or 80%, whatever it is, and you know, I have to say, I worked for a, Congre a congressional office, and um, we have, as, as, as uh, voters, have to take responsibility for keeping these people in office. Because in general, people want their want stuff. They want stuff for the government. They want their con Congress people to bring bring back the goodies from D.C. And what they and what that really means is we're taking it from somebody else. So we, we want all the things and all the funding, but we want somebody in some other state uh, or congressional district to pay for it, for it. And that doesn't matter, you know, if it's us in Wyoming, you know, wanting Virginia to pay for it or Virginia wanting, you know, Wyoming to pay for it. So as long as we keep pressuring and voting in our congressional people and um who who successfully lobby to bring other people's money, income tax dollars, back to our state, and we are complicit in that pro in that problem. Agree, mm -hmm. agree, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one of the issues with um, you know, like she mentioned, like Congress approval rating is really low, but your own individual people ratings are high. Right. It's because. Your guys are fine. It's the other guys at the. It's that always are the, the other guy. It's yeah. never us. And those are the one, aren't the ones we can vote out. Exactly. Yeah, that way we can mm -hmm. all stand around and and play the blame game, mm -hmm. and nothing gets done, and no one starts any movement. Mm -hmm. All right, I got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Line on K nine thirty K R O E and one hundred three point nine FM Sheridan.
complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Looking for your dream horse? Check out the Bots Sots Remount Horse Sale coming up June 4th. Now you may be wondering, what is Bots Sots? Bots Sots is a crow term generally held to mean, quote, keep good. And that is exactly what you will find at the horse sale featuring classy, gentle, fancy broke horses and odds are your dream horse. Don't miss the Bots Sots Remount, a heap good horse sale Saturday, June 4th at 4 p.m. at the Kendrick Mansion in Sheridan. For catalog and videos, go to BotsSotsRemount.com. If your dad's the grill master in your home, you're going to love the savings in the Sportsman's Warehouse Father's Day Flyer in this week's Country Bounty. Save up to $150 on select Traeger grills. Save $50 to $100 on Camp Chef Sportsman Series 2 and 3 burner stoves. There's additional markdowns on a nice selection of pallets, rubs, and sauces. It's all in their flyer in this week's Country Bounty. The Sportsman's Warehouse. Guaranteed best prices or they'll beat it. Open seven days a week. Remember that kid that kept falling down the well and had to be constantly rescued by their collie dog? Well, if that family had just called 307 Wildcat Well Service, that old well would be a pipe and a pump. 307 Wildcat Well Service is a local company that specializes in locating water. Drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, repair or service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, just Google 307 Wildcat Well Service and you too will have cool, clean water. Water, water. On this week's Weekend Sports Wrap podcast, it's a post-Memorial Day-filled podcast. A bunch of sports happened this weekend. We get into the conference finals concluding in the NBA playoffs, as well as the disaster for Ferrari that was the Monaco Grand Prix and Charles Leclerc, as well as the Forbes Top 10 Highest Paid Athletes for 2022. So tune into this week's episode of the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on SheridanMedia.com or PodcastWyoming.com. One of the best characters in Waterworld. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. All right. Gene Good. inspired us there. <laughs> Gene inspired us. All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson. We're your open line guys. Go ahead and give us a ring. 674-4443 or 672-5763. Now, uh, we've been talking this morning uh, about a lot of different things, um, but uh, mainly trying to, are, are you going to travel this year out of state? Mm-hmm. Are you going to take... Uh, Take the big dive, spend the big bucks, go to Wally World, <laughs> see the world. You know? See the moose? See the moose. Yeah. Uh, you you want to know what's funny? This fictional amusement park is still so stuck in our 
common culture, like even nowadays, and it's still in the zeitgeist. My daughter knows what Wallace. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. Know Who's I mean? not front should have told you. I mean, that, that, that line, that line is is uh, is part of the oh, it's uh, everywhere. Part of culture now. It's in there. No, it's oh, right Trevor, up there with Luke. Trevor looked like he's got a smile on his face. He knows that. He knows that movie. <laughs> because that's my dad. <laughs> Clark W. Griswold was my dad. Absolutely priceless. <laughs> oh, that family vacations were just awesome. It, yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys do that? Did you? Oh, do yeah, the whole we, load we, everything up yep. in the car and go together. Yes, type we of were deal? kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it was. Uh, we we actually we uh, vacationed as a family. In British Columbia for several years in the same place, a beautiful, beautiful mm. town. I've always wanted to go back yeah. as an adult, just I've never had the chance to go see this place. I know it's obviously it's changed a lot, mm-hmm. of course, but it couldn't change too much because this town or city, Penticton, British Columbia, there's a lake on either side of it and mountains on both sides. So it wasn't going to get, mm. you know, area-wise, it wasn't going to get that much bigger, but uh, I've always wanted to go go back and, and kind of see it. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my, my parents divorced when I was very, very young, but, uh, my mother would pack us in this humongous 1978 Ford Thunderbird is what it was. <laughs> and you want to talk about a boat, baby. When you drove that thing, it took a while to respond. <laughs> <laughs> it was a boat and, uh, a pine green, pine green. See, we had a family through. truckster as well. Yeah. yeah. We had a green station wagon with the fake wood paneling on the side. Oh, see, yeah. that's classic. And it was the family truckster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Do you and your folks ever go out and, yeah. and do yeah, the big we, family we, vacation? Yeah, big road trips. Yeah. 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 That was good times. Which one sticks out in your memory? Oh, now? man. I think I think Florida. Drove all the way to Florida. That was a, that was a long one. And lots, of, lots of memories from that one. Um, my dad was definitely a, a schedule kind of guy. You know, we, mm. we started early, and we, we stuck to the schedule, and we... <laughs> Got to a got to a Don't place. You love that, that I know. <laughs> we got ground to cover. <laughs> I mean, he had a book that told us which way to go through, like Epcot Center, like, which was the right attraction at the right time. Yeah, all on schedule. We, we were in the in the the rule in the house was we left at 4 a.m. I don't know why that was an arbitrary number that he picked every year. What was awesome was he. This is true. He would be in the car in the driveway, fully packed, at four o'clock in the morning, and my mom has you know. Uh, four kids to get ready to go. So she's trying to get all the kids ready. <laughs> and, yeah, four o'clock for a kid, yeah. So he just starts hammering the horn and honking. Oh, <laughs> no. So you can imagine no. what the neighbors thought. Oh, here go the Jacksons. Yeah, the They're Jacksons are on their, on their trip. Vacation. Unbelievable. True story. We'll watch the cat. Yeah, honking the horn at 4 a.m. Man. Because you got to leave at 4. It, I don't know what it is about dads, but that is something that when I grew up, I decided early on because my dad was the same way. My dad, this old cowboy and a, and a former trucker, it's we got to get on the road. Mm-hmm. We got you're like dad. It's 451. We yeah. got to get on the road. We, yeah. We're losing. We're I tried losing it hours. one yeah. time with my wife. One time. <laughs> I tried to sneak it past her. Like she thought I was kidding when I said 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. It's a genetic thing, and. I woke her up to leave. <clears throat> She's fine, groggy, obviously. Mm-hmm. We get in the car. We're probably five minutes down the road, and she looks at the clock in the car. <laughs> Ooh, she said, if you ever get me up again, 
<laughs> at four o'clock in the morning, I'll kill you. Stockades, my yeah, friend. Yeah, so guess what? That's the last time we did that. <laughs> I made a decision growing up. I was like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna get there when I get there. And and so I never when I'm traveling, I never give people a time. When you know, I don't commit. Mm. That's that's all there is to it. You know, you want me there by a certain time. I'll be there at a certain time. If I'm going to a wedding or, or whatever, yeah, sure, I'll get there. You don't need to worry about that. But if I'm traveling at my leisure, oh, it's my leisure. <laughs> and if I want to see where that road goes, I'm going to go see where that road goes. <laughs> so that's traveling to me. All right, we've got a caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Hello. 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 Hey, um, quick uh of venture into an article with the New York Times, we'll let you know that uh, Ukraine is not a, a a good place. There's so much corruption there, and the New York Times has done several articles on the Azov Battalion and the Nazi the Nazis. It's New York Times. Yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. not horrible. Propaganda, sir. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You bomb a hospital full of pregnant women, and I am not on your side. I don't care. Yeah. I do not care. You hurt children. You hurt innocent people. I'm not on your side. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Everyone can have an opinion about Ukraine. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. But you know what? You commit war crimes. I'm not going to be your buddy. I'm not going to call out your name from a stage. I'm not going to praise your your actions. You Bottom know, when you line. have uh, dead civilians in the streets, yeah, children, women, old people, no. So you go ahead and you guys Zero. keep defending that individual, and uh, you're not going to get that here. I'll say that right now. Because unless you've seen the result of a bomb on a child, you've got no no stage to talk, bro. All right, moving on. Okay, so Sheridan's getting noticed. Oh, we'll take a quick commercial break. He's giving me the sign. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. What is your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker Mellinger can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Chance Harris. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. 
Parker Mellinger, 672-0785. The rodeo is a part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo anymore. The YO is bigger, better, and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for a week of bright lights, high stakes, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. You gotta be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. I'm voting for Liz Cheney, and here's why. As a mom, I want a statesman, not a politician. I want someone who is civil and serious and someone my children can look up to. She stands up for Wyoming farmers and ranchers against crippling regulation. So many people today claim to be a constitutional conservative. Liz truly is one. Liz Cheney has always fought hard for veterans like me. She will continue to fight for my right to recreational access on our public lands in Wyoming. We are very lucky to have Liz as a strong advocate for the oil and gas industry and for the state of Wyoming. She has the courage to do the right thing, to stand up to bullies. Liz has worked to provide high-quality telehealth services throughout Wyoming. She knows that we need to protect and conserve the special things about Wyoming, our working ranches, our open space, our rivers and streams. Join me in voting for Liz Cheney on August 16th. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Liz Cheney for Wyoming. Good morning. Welcome back to Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting, and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson and Trevor Jackson. Uh, we're just having a good laugh over the uh, commercial break. <laughs> the length some people will go to, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So Sheridan is getting noticed. According to Mr. Sean Parker, Sheridan Travel and Tourism Executive Director, in the June 1st, 2022 local travel and tourism industry update, we're actually starting the summer off in style with some epic news. He said that the travel and leisure called Sheridan one of the 15 best U.S. small towns for summer vacation. And I couldn't agree more. I think it's a fantastic little place. And mm-hmm. uh, Within the article uh, written by our own uh, Cynthia Vinoy, she talks about how for years, uh, these when when Mr. Parker would head up to these conventions, these tours would basically use Sheridan as a travel through mm-hmm. type of area. It's right. a stop. Maybe we spend the night there. Yeah, but you're on your way to, to Yellowstone but, I mean, or whatever. I'm going yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whether that be you know Devil's Tower, Mount Rushmore, you're heading over to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. But now, according to the article, we're looking at these tourism. Uh, planners. This is what these people do. Awesome job, by the way. Sit there and just plan someone's vacation. Uh, Sheridan's the destination. That's the end point. I'm going to Sheridan. And because we've got dude ranches, mm-hmm. we've got the mountains, we've got the YO Rodeo. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at everything you can actually do here in Sheridan over the summer season. 
We really are one of those spots where we're lucky enough to not just have one of the greatest viewscapes I've ever seen, but we've got events that are led by people who actually care, you know. And I'm not saying that uh, other towns don't. But what I am saying is that the enthusiasm, and maybe it's because of what I do for a living, I get to talk to these people. And I will say this, a majority of the time on Public Pulse, you guys get like this fraction of of what's going on because I get to see their face. I get to see the enthusiasm. I get to hear how excited they are offline, you know, when we're not. I mean, we talk a lot during commercial breaks, and, and... these people love what they do. Mm-hmm. And because honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty straightforward guy. I would ask them, you know, why aren't you excited? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you come in here and you're like, yeah, we're having an event. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? You having a bad day? Like, we can, let's pep it up. Get you some coffee. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have this uh, uh, kind of unique uh, Western experience. Um, but still, you know, kind of a bit of a modern edge to it. It's, uh, yeah, I think, it, it, I think it appeals to a lot of uh, people that have kind of felt like they've lost that, that connection to our past a bit. Really? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, you get in the city and you get that, that rat race kind of thing going and you, and you look at like, you know, where the country came from and how it evolved and all that. And, and Sheridan kind of maintains a piece of that history, I think. I think the Don King days has a lot to do with it. Very famous, mm-hmm. you know, uh, amongst, you know, Western writers and, and, and people who who buy quality Western gear. Mm-hmm. My father, uh, I don't know what you call it, redoes, uh, he brings old harness back to life. And he did this for years. He'd go and buy these boxes of these harnesses. And I mean wooden, nailed shut boxes of harnesses that look like they've been stored in a swamp for you know, <laughs> many, many years. Right. And he'd get a hold of these things, and he'd, he'd bring them back to life. You'd take them to a sale, and you sell them. And, and, and a lot of saddle sales are going on, a lot of hat sales, stuff like that, during these big horse auctions. People think that that's the only thing getting sold. I'm telling you, if you've never been to a horse auction, go. It is awesome. They sell everything there. Uh, maybe sometimes, you know, depending on the horse auction, might be a little small or 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 maybe they won't sell you know items mm. but the majority that I've been to there's always just fantastic things going on man uh, <laughs> wagons that's where I got my typewriter collection okay yeah that uh, I don't have on display because typewriters are heavy <clears throat> true yes <laughs> <laughs> that that is one uh, of the downfalls of collecting those uh, yeah so uh, we're talking about how famous Sheridan is as a tourism destination because a lot of people have actually asked the question, should we stop? Right. Yeah, because the people come here and they like it, and they might want to stay, they right? They want to stay. Yeah. So I'm going to let you know right now, folks, all you got to do is get on the census data. Sheridan has not grown uncontrollably, mm-hmm. okay? We have had average growth through the years. It's not like there was a massive influx. This is average. I think the average U.S. growth was somewhere around 2%, and I do believe that's exactly what Sheridan had. 2.4, I think, is what it was. I'll have to double-check everything. But So if you look at the population, April 1st, 2020, 30,921. Okay. Population census, 
uh, in 2010, 29,116. So what is that? A little over 1,000 people. Yeah. I wonder, though, um, if the um, pandemic started causing people to flee out of the cities, that all happened after the census. That's true. Are there people? No, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Are there people here that just didn't get counted? What if of that? we? What if we were to run that census today? Yeah. I wonder how much of a difference the pandemic made in that because that the census is all pre-pandemic. Because we got to ask ourselves also, you know, with supply issues being the way that they are, inflation being the way that it is, and and the cost of everything going up, taxes, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. right? Land value, it's all rising. It's it's becoming a problem for just about everybody, but. Is that directly linked to a population increase? Because I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Look, the the increase in population in Sheridan isn't going to be felt in Gillette. They're, right. You yeah. know what? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, the only way Gillette's going to feel that is if we're like, well, I'm paying too much over here. I'm going to go over there. Well, they're <laughs> they're all feeling it, too. Uh-huh. So I don't think that we can call population increase. But there's no data supporting it, I guess. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And we do have to look at, like, the housing market, though, mm-hmm. which, you know, that has a direct effect on your property. And anecdotally, I mean, a lot of us know of people that have moved here from somewhere else recently. Uh, so, I mean, there may not be any data in the census, but it, there could be some going on. Yeah. Uh, how much of it is actually, you know, how much is there? Who knows? Now, see, unfortunately, we're not going to get those numbers for another 10 years. <laughs> right. Which right. kind of breaks my heart. I wish we would just run a census again. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe we'll... How hard can it be? <laughs> oh, come on. Takes months, my friend. Takes months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't agree with the we got to stop growth. Uh, I've, I've talked to county and city officials. I've talked to state officials, and they all say the same thing. If you don't grow, you die. Yeah, there's only two ways things go. They either grow or they die. Or they die. Nothing ever stays the same. And as long as you are controlling the growth and monitoring this, and and there's aspects and there's ways that that they do this. And if you want to know how to do this, go to these meetings. Talk to these people. These people are approachable. You know, you want to know what the heck's going on? Talk to Commissioner Haswell. Talk to Commissioner Ringley. Ask him a question. And and they'll let you know, as especially Ringley, that guy, he knows his stuff, mm-hmm. and he understands this is this place is growing, yes, and growth is good, but it's got to be controlled, right? You know, because he sees money for the businesses coming in, and if our businesses are growing, that is always a good thing. We we're keeping our downtown looking the way that we are because of our small businesses, folks. Those small businesses greatly depend on this tourism industry. Mm-hmm. We've got to continue promoting our town. Always and agreed. All right, this has been the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 9:30 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Frackleton's brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Meet Bullseye and be prepared to fall for this handsome dog the minute you meet him. If this sweet, gentle soul sounds like the best fit for you in your home, come and meet Bullseye today. Buddy is a shy and cuddly kitty looking for a home with a couch. This sweet guy has a goofy side that'll put a smile on your face. He'd love a home with someone who likes to watch TV. If you need a buddy to relax with, come and meet Buddy today. Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders' designers can get it done. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Join the Sheridan Community Land Trust and Sheridan Media for Trail Fest this Saturday at Kendrick Park. This free family event has food trucks opening at 8 a.m., a 5K fun run at 8.30, followed by Yoga of Asia Stockwell at 9.30. Activity booths open at 10.30. There's also a kids' raffle race, activity booths, and live music at 2.30. The Dead Sweet bike race starts and finishes here, too. See more at the Country Bounty and at SheridanCLT.org. Trail Fest, brought to you in part by ERA Carroll Realty. The Sheridan VA Healthcare System is recruiting for motivated nursing assistants to join their team. Come serve your nation's veterans. They offer competitive pay and benefits, shift differentials, and a child care subsidy. They're also currently offering a $5,000 sign-on incentive for full-time nursing assistants who join. Questions or interested in applying? Contact the VA nurse recruiter at Sheridan Nursing Jobs at va.gov or by phone at 675-3262. They also have openings for RNs, LPNs, and new graduates. Reach out to their nurse recruiter at Sheridan Nursing Jobs at va.gov or by calling 675-3262 and come join their team. Broadcasting from the Jill Bates and Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP. K-R-O-B, Sheridan. 